Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on graphic novel and comics publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly, Editor of PW Comics World, and Editor of The Fanatic, PW's twice-a-month comics and pop culture newsletter. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Okay, we're back at the San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, I'm not really back, but I'm... I'm calling now, and I've had the great pleasure to be talking with Charles Kochman, the editorial di- director of Abrams Comics Art, uh, a all-purpose uh, graphic novel and comics imprint at Abrams. Uh, Charlie, thank you so much for being on More to Come once again. Oh, thank you. It's always my honor. So look, to, uh, you know what? I want to talk to you, but I just want to make sure everybody knows just what Abrams Comics Art does so t- t- tell our uh-huh. listeners a little bit about what is abrams comics arts all right well so abrams comic arts is an imprint at the art book publisher abrams and in 2009 we launched the imprint we um i think now we're i can't do the math offhand but i think we're 12 years we had our 10th anniversary a few years ago mm-hmm. and we publish a broad variety of comics and graphic novels and art books i i'd like to think of them as a sort of a a trinity of what we do in terms of we do original graphic novels, we do art books that mm-hmm. sort of um, document and codify definitive monographs on uh, the history of comics and comic arts and artists, and then we do collections, things whether it's um, collecting uh, previous work that was done, issued by Tops mm-hmm. or um, other work from other, other publishers. So under those categories, um, we publish, you know, about I would say 10 to 15 titles a year. And then we have two sub imprints, Megascope Books and Shirley Books. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Megascope is uh, curated by John Jennings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shirley Books is curated by Marika Tamaki. Uh, the in-house editor working with me is Charlotte Greenbaum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I'm sorry that it keeps dinging. All right. I just turned off. Sorry about that. That's okay. To you, uh, uh, but you've mentioned a bunch of terrific comics professionals. Go on. <laughs> so, yes. John Jennings and, and Marika Tamaki heading up those respective imprints. Yeah. And then Charlotte Greenbaum is the senior editor who works with me, on, and she's the in-house liaison working on both of those, as well as a whole bunch of other uh, graphic novels for the comic arts line, as well as comics for kids. All right. You for sure. Now I'm going to jump in here right now because the first thing I want to say is congratulations for winning uh, an Eisner for the obviously the the imprint, but the artists involved for Run, the continuation of uh, John Lewis's epic um, memoir of the Civil Rights Movement. So congratulations to you as the publisher, and of course to the creative team of Andrew Iden, of El uh, Fury, and Nate Powell. Exactly, and and Congressman John Lewis, and it of was, course it was the. Yes, of <laughs> it course. It was a great <laughs> You know, we had a bunch of titles that were nominated. Unfortunately, they didn't win, but it was really satisfying when run at the very end of the night, like around 11:15 one. And um I'm sorry the congressman wasn't with us, but he yes. was definitely in the room. He he'd been to San Diego before. Yes, obviously, he <laughs> he'd been to the Eisners before, and he loved coming and um Andrew Iden and Nate Powell and El Fury were able to, and, and John Miles, who is, uh, Congressman Lewis's son, uh, were all there to represent and accept it on his behalf and for their efforts. And it was literally the, the sort of cumulative payoff to a five year journey 
of bringing that book to print. So um, bittersweet that he wasn't there, but I am so proud for him to win this award posthumously yes. uh, and recognize his life and his, his achievements. And the other part of that book, which is that it's, it's even more relevant now, given what's going on in this country, than when mm-hmm. he and Andrew Iden and Nate Powell first started talking about the possibility of doing, continuing the March trilogy um, and building it with uh, Run. Sure. Uh, well, these books have quickly become uh, canonical uh, as far as documents that are recording, you know, one of the most important, if not the most important movement in American history. So congratulations on the book. And, um, um, yeah, well, more to come. No, doubt. We, we, no, no question. We had a really great signing yesterday. We did a panel with the uh, run team and then, um, we had a children's march where all the kids, um, came and then we marched from the panel to the Abrams comic arts booth. And we gave the kids uh, books. We sold all the books that we had. And it was just an amazing, moving thing to recreate that march that uh, a, a few years ago, Congressman Lewis yes. um, mm-hmm. had the idea to recreate the art. He wanted to cosplay, so he cosplayed as himself. It was so, great. Um, it was we, just a great event. It was, it was an amazing moment yes. back then. And um, to see all these kids marching in his spirit, in his steps – um, and buying books and engaging. That was one of the great, great moments of, I've been going to Comic Con since 1993 and watching those kids march and being, ex- and when we had the panel, they were the ones asking the questions and they were amazing questions and they were so engaged. These, these were kids that ranged from anywhere from like seven to 12 to 15 years old and they were concerned about the future and what they could do and how they can get involved. And that was literally the, the highlight of my going to Comic Con. Wow. Well, I, I can see why it would be. That's that's just terrific. So, um, uh, well, you, you know, you, you your work continues. So, wh- what's it like at Comic Con now? This is obviously the first Comic Con in about three years uh, because of the pandemic. Um, what's it like, and where are you right now that I'm talking to you? So, right now, I'm looking out out on the water um, at the. Uh one of the hotels they had a sort of patio mm-hmm. i had a lunch meeting and i just stayed in our our little outdoor area um so this is the first literally the first chance i've gotten to be outside and kind of experience <laughs> san diego even though i'm not really i'm i'm doing an interview and having a lunch meeting i'm at least looking at the water and it's a beautiful blue sky <laughs> um the show has been amazing i think that what we're seeing is you know for all of us it's you know obviously comic-con had uh, last fall a sort of mini comic con, yes, but mm-hmm. we didn't really have one in 2020, and for the most part, we didn't have one in um, in the summer of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all back, and everybody's wearing a mask. People have wristbands Great. that show mm-hmm. their proof of vaccination. Um, hopefully, everybody's you know safe when we get back. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody's excited to be back here and to buy books and celebrate comics and celebrate. Um, you know, media, movies and everything. And it's been, it's just been a really great five days and I'm exhausted, but I'm also (laughs) rejuvenated because every meeting I have, I can't believe that I've just sat with this person, Mm -hmm. talked to them, somebody I admired that they've like, we've shaken hands on something that we could do together, uh, walking the floor and meeting artists and and Mm -hmm. buying books and all that. It's, it's been an amazing comic con. Well, it sounds like Comic Con, and, and and I'm jealous that I'm not there. 
Um, uh, we miss you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never know. We, I, I may be back again. But let, let, let me ask you: What? What? Uh, I, I have actually also talked with John Jennings, so we're going to have an interview uh, with John as well. But I think he mentioned something about a reconfigured Abrams booth. Is that so? Is have some things changed? Yeah. So what happened was we had an opportunity. Sunday Press Books, which is headed up by Peter Moreska. Uh, was the booth always across from us. And Peter and I became friends over the years because we always, our booths were adjacent to each other. Um, and I love his books and I love him. Oh, they're and, great uh, archival editions of great uh, newspaper comic strip folks. He's, he's a really exact fabulous publisher. He's an amazing publisher. And what he's been able to do in preserving this past from Little Nemo and Windsor McKay and all these people, people that we haven't heard of, and putting them together in these collections. Mm. And uh, I, I, I have a special cabinet that I had for all of my Peter Moreska Sunday press books. And uh, he just announced this year that he's partnering with uh, Fanographic. Oh, that's right. So, he, so, yes, so he gave up his booth. And rather than give it up, what he was able to do, one was, you know, call me and say, hey, I'm not going to be there this year. What does Abrams think about taking our footprint? So, um he was able to work out with the convention that we could sublease the booth from him. So what that allowed us to do is we have our regular booth, which is a really big space. And then we have this where Peter is, where we had our author signings. Oh, that's great. Where we mm-hmm. would, I can picture yeah, it in my would, mind. I can picture in my mind just where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. And I can send you photos, too, if you want. And yeah. Would you? Because, Please do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let me make a note here. Um, and then what we were able to do is not just have our signing area, but we were also able to um, put our on display af- in between signings, our show exclusives. Terrific. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about what books you're, you're highlighting uh, at Comic-Con this year? Absolutely. This, this year was a challenge. I got to be honest with mm-hmm. you because um, we had an embarrassment of riches and <laughs> I know that from experience that, what obviously does the best at shows are the new books mm-hmm. now for, you know, but books that came out 10 years ago are new to somebody, obviously, because mm-hmm. our backlist sells. But what I was concerned about was books that came out in 2020 and 2021 sure. that didn't have their moment. Sure. And it doesn't matter if there's COVID or no Comic-Con, an author, an illustrator work for sometimes years and years yeah. on a book. And it's not fair to them that COVID happened and they weren't, you know, that obviously, well, we'll focus on the new books. That's an old book. So we had some books from the past two years that we brought here. Um, we did focus pretty much on our new, new books. So that was a, a bit hard for me, to be honest, in that, you know, we sort of had to pivot and say, all right, you know, there are these books that came out. We're going to do the best we can to bring them and highlight them. But the, the stacks of big books that we have, are our exclusives to the show and mm. the brand new books that are coming out this spring and this fall. Sure. And um, so that's what we did. And it's been a great show. We have been selling like crazy a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kind of walk you through yeah. uh, the various books. But um, obviously run because of the um, the Eisner Award and the panel and the march that we did. That was our biggest seller. Terrific. Uh, we sold out of those copies. And what was nice is that Nate Powell had um, his book, which also came out during the pandemic, Save It for Later. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, 
we released our paperbacks a year and a half after the hardcover. And what happened, what we were able to do is have the paperback because between the time the hardcover came out and now when we were doing the paperback, there was, there was COVID, but the time we felt, you know what, let's still release the paperback and we'll have early copies from the Mm -hmm. fall here at the show. So people who bought Run were able to buy copies of Nate's book. Because oh, great! Yeah, Nate's part. Nate's part mm-hmm. of it. So we had those. That was our our, our big moment, obviously, um, and in no particular order. And I'll sort of separate it a little bit. Okay. I've been thinking about this, but you know, we launched the first book by Brian Michael Bendis in the Phenomena series. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which is uh, called the City of Golden Eyes, and that was a huge success. Brian was at our booth. He was supposed to be there for an hour. He signed for two and a half hours. He met with fans we sold out of all of our copies and what was really exciting for me is i had never sat firsthand at a brian bendis signing where when when we have author signings at our booth if it's a, a title that i've edited i'm standing next to the author just sort of helping open the books and moving the crowd and all that mm-hmm. and then if it's a title that say charlotte edited she's standing next to the authors john and and all of our authors and making sure it moves. So I had never witnessed firsthand um, the magic that is Brian Michael <laughs> Bendis. Uh, his fans love him. Everybody got not just a moment, but minutes, sometimes more than that. And he was there for the long haul until everybody got everything they got wanted signed. It didn't matter how many copies of comics they bought. Cool. Um, they bought the new book as well. And um, they cool. gave him gifts. And that was <laughs> great. And I recommend, I really can't be more excited about the response to uh, Phenomenon Book One because it, it just showed that, you know, Brian is beloved, but he's such a, an amazing human being as well. So that was our other, you know, title Great. at the top of that list that I would uh, single out. Um, we also had um, panels for Megascope and Shirley. There were our first in-person panels for both imprints because they launched during the pandemic. Uh, we had a lot of creators. Unfortunately, Mariko couldn't make it this year, but um, she was scheduled to. But then because of COVID, wasn't able to. But John was here and all of our Megascope creators showed up mm-hmm. um, to promote, you know, across the tracks and and uh, Blackstar and Eightfold Path. Sure. And mm-hmm. It was great to sort of and, and Hardiers and just sort of promote them and the new titles that we're releasing. And um, the panels are great. And what what sort of makes me feel really good is that even though those imprints got launched during the pandemic people know about megascope mm-hmm. and shirley books and they're excited about it and part of that is because what we wanted to do is expand what we do in comic arts to showcase books for people of color mm-hmm. for people in the lgbtqia community mm-hmm. and expand not just the readership of books but show that there are books for everybody and we didn't want to just be like publishing books for, you know, comic arts, you know, sort of is a broad, a broad range of books that we publish. But Megascope and Shirley allow us to sort of show that. Ooh, sorry, our call dropped in. Uh, okay. And that's a, been really good. A, a wonderful response. Well, this is great. Uh, well, obviously, a wonderful response. One of the the really startling and remarkable things about comics arts is the breadth, the 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 sheer range of the books that you publish. So, yeah, yeah, and and you know, as being part of Abrams too, we have our kids division, and that's been really amazing. And um, 
we've had a lot of really great, um, you know, uh, uh, success this week. We did a, uh, an exclusive box set with, so we have a partnership with Marvel, which I'll talk about in a second, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, we did a, um, what's called the My Mar- Mighty Marvel first book series. Mm-hmm. And these are like these board books for really first books for early readers. Um, and we did a box set featuring Spider-Man and Captain America that was only available, this box set, at the show. And we sold out of all those. The response has been great, not just by kids, but by parents who remember these characters or like, oh, this is a great way to introduce my kids to the characters. Or what was really fun and fascinating to see was people who don't have kids but said, I wish... I had kids, but <laughs> I want to buy these books. Look, I just buy some of your books maybe, for them. Yeah. <laughs> buy me, for me, and maybe one day I'll share it with my kids or my grandchildren <laughs> or whatever. So um, That's that great. was another big seller. And also on the kids' side, the other uh, really notable title uh, was The Dawn of Yang Chen, which is book three in the Chronicles of Avatar series. Oh, yes. Obviously, um, that's a pop- and- very popular series. Exactly. And we did a panel with Nickelodeon. We did an exclusive edition. Um Author FCE was there, um, and cool. that was one of our most popular titles as well. And uh, and the Avatar books, you know, everybody loves the, the Avatar series. We always do exclusive editions, and that's always been a really big driver for the booth. And and the what was very um, satisfying was to see people, you know, with the third book, it's like you have the new Avatar. Like now they're coming for it. We don't have to sort of yeah. um, say like, hey, this is this, you know. You, you know the Avatar series. We're doing novels tied into that. Like, now they know what it is. Sure. And they come back for the new one. And that's yeah. been really exciting. Well, can um, I can then, I, can oh, I bring something up real quick? This sure. might in your flow. And, of course, the Alex Ross book, the Alex Ross graphic novel that's coming out. Yeah, exactly. So you you got ahead of me. So what so, I was Sorry say, about that. <laughs> that. No, that's okay. Well, I'm a fan, to... so. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Um, so yeah, what what was really great is, so uh, Abrams has had a long, long relationship with uh, Marvel Comics. And, you know, that goes back decades because, you know, when we first started, um, uh, this is long before I got there, but in 1991, uh, Les Daniels did the... Uh, the uh, history of the Marvel universe. Um, and then in 96, Peter Sanderson did a Marvel book. So sure. mm-hmm. we had these books long before I came to Abrams in 2005, we had this relationship, but now that Abram, that, uh, you know, Marvel has a, a really robust licensing division, which Sven Larson is heading up. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. We had, we had a great panel um, first thing Thursday morning. And I was worried, Oh, we have a, you know, a 10 AM um, panel first thing Thursday morning which is when the booth, when the con opened to the yeah, general public right. a half hour before. And I thought, people are going to run in here and they want to buy stuff. They don't want to come and run in and sit down at a panel. But it was incredibly well attended. Um, right. It was myself, Sven, and our publisher, Andrew Smith. And uh, we featured the sort of history of our relationship between Marvel and um, and Abrams. And then we highlighted our new uh, books that have been coming out including, as you mentioned, the <laughs> Fantastic Four book. Um, and for those people who don't know, uh, it'll com- it comes out officially the first week in September, but we had copies exclusively for sale here at the show. Wow. Um, was Alex Ross's book, Fantastic Four, Full Circle. We launched a line of books called Marvel Arts. And I have to say, the 12-year-old Charlie Kochman, <laughs> who grew up reading comics... <laughs> 
and is now getting to publish a line of books with Marvel of original graphic novels, um, would never believe it. And Word. the fact that Marvel Marvel has had faith in me and Abrams um, to do this line of books. I mean, step back for a second as a, uh, an or- somebody in the audience listening or you as a reviewer and reporter. Marvel publishes comics. That's what they do for a living. They're called Marvel Comics. But they're going to let Abrams publish a line of books called Marvel Arts, which parallels comic arts. And the idea behind this imprint was to do books that Marvel does what they do really well, which is floppy comic books that Mm -hmm. they collect in hardcover and paperback. Alex Ross had this idea to do this line of books that would be eight and a half by 11, 64 pages and mirror the comics that the graphic novels that came out in the 1990s, if everybody remembers Jim Starlin's Captain Marvel book as like the, probably the most famous of Mm -hmm. all those books. So that's what we're doing. And Marvel said, yes, it was a long shot. Uh, It was a dream when Alex and I were talking, it's like, maybe we could do this, these graphic novels and original graphic novels, um, you know, through Abrams. And it's like, I wasn't sure that Marvel would go for it because again, that's their business Mm -hmm. is to do comics. But, what everybody from C.B. Sapolsky and Dan Buckley and Tom Brevoort and Sven Larson, what we talked about with Andrew Smith and I was what could we bring that Marvel, not that they couldn't, but are there mm-hmm. creator, creators who have always wanted to work at Marvel who haven't or creators who wanted to do something in a format that Marvel doesn't do. And that's what we bring. Mm-hmm. So, I, ha- I can't re- announce the other titles yet, but I will say that there are a lot of beautiful moments during this show. But meeting with some people in person where well, we've been starting conversations and then shaking hands and agreeing that you're going to do a book in the Marvel Arts line. Uh, all I can say is that literally when we make the announcement, people will be really stunned that the people that are going to be doing books who have never worked for Marvel before or – the people who are going to be working with Marvel who have worked with Marvel working on characters that they've never worked on before. Well, this sounds incredible. I mean, and obviously if Alex Ross is any example of the kind of people you're talking about, it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be that level of people and it's going to be, and Alex is working as serious consultant. So he is excellent. Basically, you know, Alex and I talk about every proposal, every author that we're going to work with, we discuss, are they right for this? Do they have the vision for this that we want? We go back and forth with the outlines and the proposals and talk to the creators. Then we submit it to Marvel, get their feedback. And it's been a really mm-hmm. smooth, cool, really exciting process because it could easily be the kind of thing where there's like you have big names, you have big egos, you have big yeah. talent, and there's been none of the ego, none of that. We're all like, we get a chance to do stories with Marvel in formats that we couldn't do with characters that we never want to do to work at Marvel because either they never thought that that was a possibility or Mar- Marvel never thought that was yeah. a possibility. Um, so we've been brainstorming. We have uh, monthly meetings with Marvel, Alex and I, to talk about where things are at and what what's the status of like the sort of um, reaches that we wanted to you know throw our lines out there and say let's. Hey, let's approach this person or let's approach this person and see. It's been really exciting. So, um, we will be able in the next couple of months, 
um, to announce those. And I really look forward to talking to you about it because you in particular, and I say this every time we talk, but when I first came to Abrams, you were the first person who understood what I was trying to do and believed in me. And I will always be grateful to you for that. So when, uh, when I get to announce these books, I want to share it with you because I can't wait for you to sort of see what, um, your faith in me has delivered. Well, 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 I will, well, thank you for that, uh, terrific, uh, compliment to me. Um, but you know, you deliver the goods, man, and you've been doing it for what, 12 years now. Well, you were doing it even before yeah. you were at, even before you were at Abrams, uh, which is why yeah. I knew that you were going to really, uh, you, you were going to be a very special publisher once you, you joined Abrams. So look, man, um, thank you for, uh, those comments. Uh, thank you for publishing such great books and, and really, I mean, we're, we're in such a special time in comics publishing right now. It really is. The book format has really transformed, uh, I, this world of comics that we love. Um, and, and uh, it, there's never been a more varied, more exciting, uh, uh, I mean, more, uh, just popular time for comics right now. So, and you're like a I big agree. part of it. No matter your taste, well, thank you. Man. No matter your taste, <laughs> you want superheroes, bam, we got it. You want, you know, literary fiction. You want, uh, you know, memoir, uh, uh, serious journalism, uh, you know, uh, spirituality. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, anything that you you want, thank you can you. find the volume in comics uh, uh, that you that that you want to read. And publishers like you are, are responsible for this. This transformation of the North American comics market. So there you go. Back at you. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. Well, I I don't want to take all of your time. You want to, I mean, you want to sign off with one last thing about what's going on at uh, Comics Art? Yeah, I definitely, I want to touch on a couple of things we didn't talk about. The uh, Fantastic Four book, by the way, uh, we were selling exclusively at the Alex Ross booth. And they sold out of every copy this morning. Wow. By this morning. So no surprise there. We still have there. another, what, like, five hours. But um, that's been a huge hit for them and for us. And I'm really excited that, one, Alex gets to experience that. But mm-hmm. also that, uh, you know, the comic fans finally get to see Alex doing his his original graphic novel, the first one that he right. wrote mm-hmm. and illustrated. Um, and when you look at the art, it's not painted work. It's got a very specific look. But it's like – it's. It's so exciting. So it's really engaging people. Yeah, it really I mean, it really is interesting how he's, um, you know, what adjusted his style to for to do this book. But it's really, uh, really an eye popping book. Go on. (laughs) I just had to get my little (laughs) throw my two cents. in. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, And then the other cover. Speaking of eye popping, um, one of the books that we brought to this was uh, a really special book because we um, we did this thing called Marvel Superheroes, the Ultimate Pop-Up Book by Matthew Reinhardt. And uh, Matthew has done amazing pop-up books. He's literally the premier pop-up book engineer. Um, we had Great. an exclusive copy on display. We have, there was a lot of excitement for it. Um, the spreads are amazing. Uh, Matthew uh, wasn't able to make our Marvel panel because of, he got COVID, but he filmed a video that he sent us. And I got to say, for somebody who had COVID, he was the most energetic presenter possible. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, and we'll make we'll make that video available to you as well, so you could share it. Terrific. Um, so I'll send you that. And it was really good. And and hearing him walk through that um um the uh, the, the pop up book and what it does. And every we have it in a little glass display case. And mm-hmm. every day we change the page so people could see a different spread. 
and people have been coming back taking pictures and you know talking about it and when can it, when does it come out and it, it's that was also a really really exciting um uh show exclusive that we brought and then the a couple of other things I want to touch on really briefly Joseph Smith and the Mormons which yes. is by Noah Van Skyver yes. we had we had copies here um Noah wasn't here we brought a handful of copies those all sold out right yes. away I I love that book I can't say enough about Noah as a creator as an artist as a writer illustrator but also just like one of the most decent human beings ever and when we signed up that book he and I had a lot of talks about um we didn't want to do I have no interest in doing books that are going to offend people or upset people I have friends who are Mormon um mm-hmm. I personally sure. am not a rel- religious person but I have great respect for people who are so when when Noah said that even though he was raised Mormon, he's no longer part of the church, but his family is. He All he wanted to do was tell the story and let people make up their own mind. We created a beautiful object. The book looks like a Bible. It's got uh, stained edges. It's got a ribbon marker, a padded cover, so it looks like a little Bible. And the people who've been reading the book, I had one woman, she bought the book on Thursday at pre uh, uh, Wednesday was preview night, sorry. She bought it Wednesday. She came by the booth yesterday to tell me that she had read the entire thing, all 440 wow. pages, and how much she loved it. That's and she was awesome. a, is still a member of the church. So that makes my heart feel really good. If I may say so, we've got a second Dune book. If I may say so, we've got an author profile of Noah, actually, uh, that went out in the Fanatic this last week. So uh, you can check that out at publishersweekly.com slash comics by Brian Heater. Looks at the career and at the, and and specifically at these at this book and another book that that Noah Van Skiva has coming out uh, this month from Fantagraphics. So that, yeah, just just exactly the, yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry no, about no, that. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, any any plug for Noah is a good one. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. The book he did for Fantagraphics, My Life as a Cartoonist, is a really wonderful book too. Yes. So um, yeah, Noah's having a great moment. Um, we've been trying to you know, sort of get ready to announce the next project that he's going to be working on. Um, and he's just an amazing, amazing talent. And um, it was really an honor to work with him on that book. And then the last book I'll tell you about was the, uh, we debuted, even though it goes on sale um, in September, the second volume of our Dune graphic novel. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, the book's written by uh, Brian Herbert, Kevin, Her- Kevin Herbert's son. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry. If- uh, uh, well, I'm, my brain is fried. Sorry. Um, uh, it's a lot of books with Frank Herbert. <laughs> it's a lot of books. Frank Herbert. Thank you. I could not think yeah. of Mr. Herbert. Thing. So uh, you know why? Because because I don't work with him because he's deceased. So yeah. Well, that's, he was, <laughs> you don't yeah. get to say his name much, but that's <laughs> exactly. But we're working with Brian Herbert, Kevin J. Anderson, Raul and Patricia Raul and uh, Martin and Patricia um, Anderson, and we're uh, Bill Sienkiewicz to the cover. We had advanced copies of that. Those sold out as well. And everybody loves Dune. And it was great to get that, even though the book doesn't come out, just to get some early copies sure. to the show so we could promote that. And it was really gratifying to see, like, pretty much the moment we we opened up our booth and put those out, that they they were gone. So um, they might have been the first books that disappeared. Right. So, um, you know, it's been a great show. Um we have about four more hours. I'm going to head back to the floor now. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciate your support and time. And uh, anybody out there, uh, AbramsBooks.com, Abrams Comic Arts is mm-hmm. the imprint. 
we have Amulet Books, which is our kids' division. We have Self Made Hero, yeah. which is another graphic novel imprint we distribute. There's Megascope Books, Shirley Books, which are sub imprints. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Marvel Arts line. That's a lot of imprints. And we have our adult Abrams books that we also brought. Um, we did a book called Pulp Power. We did a book called Dirty Pictures about the underground comics. Oh, yes, comics about scene. underground we, comics, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We sort of cover you from our board books, which are our first readers, um, up until books that recapture your childhood and uh, books for adults. So we sort of hopefully we're a one-stop shop to cover your entire lifespan of reading. Uh, it, 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 one of the reasons why I always love to talk with you, Charlie, I know you're going to have just uh, an, an array of new works and new books and new authors to talk about. So look, man, thank you so much. This was uh, great. It's um, I'm, I'm kind of missing being in San Diego, uh, so I'm glad that uh, I've got people like you there to tell me all about it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we miss you and Jody, but I'll see you back in New York. You bet. And thank you so much. I appreciate all right. it. Have Charlie, a good one. Thanks so much for being on More to Come. Thank you. Stay healthy, my friend. Bye. You bet.